0: On this week's episode of the We've Seen That podcast, we're talking about hunt for the wilder people. I'm Scott. And I'm Adam. music uh we are back as in adam and i um pretty pretty crazy circumstances this week first uh anthony is is up fishing in uh oh god i don't even know where he went so we can give him a little bit of shit at least for not being on uh so fuck off anthony but no i'm just kidding um pretty Pretty crazy week we've had so far. Obviously, um, you can tell that that uh, Jim Jim is not on this week. Um, he he actually is in the hospital currently. Um, everything looking looking better than it was at the beginning of the week, and he's he's doing a lot better. And and I think right now we're probably talking to him. So just want to say I love you, buddy. Um, and you know we know you're going to get better, and you're going to be back on soon. Obviously, to To miss for jim it would have had to take something pretty serious so um you know we uh we'll be glad to have you back soon um but get better jimmy
1: yeah definitely uh wish you were here i love talking to you about movies on this thing so enjoy listening for once
0: (laughs) and and you know um i just had to throw a couple of these things out here because uh like I said, I'm not going to go into specifics of what's going on. Like I said, he's he's stable. He's doing he's doing a lot better. Um, but when he was talking to me about about his little stay in the hospital here, Adam, he has been telling every single nurse that he has had about this podcast, and not only that, has been telling them to play it on their phone. You can mute the music, the sound, if you want. Every listen helps. I love it. Uh, so so the ever the ever ending Jim. Uh, Jimmy just, you know, slinging the it out there f- for the pod, but the one that's even better is uh G- Jim had to take a helicopter ride and um apparently and and we'll have to get his side of this story and I know it's coming. Um while something very serious was going on with him, the man was talking about our episode we did of Predator. Um and I just I, that's just the most dedication I've ever heard. So if there was ever any doubt uh, who the most dedicated member of this podcast is. I mean, it's 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 pretty evident now, in my opinion. So, I don't
1: think there was any ever, ever any doubt it, right. to begin with, but, yeah, that's yeah. some dedication.
0: Uh, yeah, so, but anyway, um, Jim, I know you're probably listening right now, so we'll be looking forward to having you back soon. And he did even say to me, um, do you want me to do the outline this week? But we gave him the week off, so yeah. um, we'll, yeah, well, we'll see you soon. Yeah, we love yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so with that, uh, uh, a quick transition into what we're watching. Adam, would you like to go first?
1: I mean, I guess I've been watching a lot of stuff. I don't, I don't know what to talk about here. Uh, I'll just give a quick shout out to Loki. Uh, yeah. I've been watching that, but we don't need to talk about it because you haven't watched it yet, have you, Scott? I
0: have. I have not watched yeah. it yet, and I and I know I'm slacking. And I've heard really, really good things about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I really so liked excited. it, but
1: I won't go too much on that because that, that's a popular one. Everyone's already watching. Um. Another one, I did watch the new movie on HBO Max, In the Heights. It's a musical oh, yeah, yeah. by uh, Lin-Manuel yeah. Miranda of Hamilton fame, and I really liked it. Um, the music was great. The visuals were great. The story was great. Uh, my only caution is it is a true musical. Like, 90% of it is singing. There's not much dialogue between the songs. Um, I, yeah. still, I still really liked it, but it is a Broadway-ass musical.
0: Okay, and all it is
1: quite right. well, long because it's adapted from a Broadway play, and they're long. Uh, so it so it is like almost two and a half hours. But I, I really know, liked it, and you should check it out if you like musicals at all.
0: You know, I I do really like musicals, and um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take it way old school here for a second. When I was oh. in high school, I at the time was dating uh, someone really into theater, and I gotta say the early on season was the musical season the latter season was the play season i had a lot more fun in the musical i had no fun in the plays so mm, well, just throwing throwing that out there um yeah it, musicals much more fun but
1: no i watched know. it with my wife and she she enjoyed it quite a bit too so
0: nice, she's, she's nice. not as
1: big into like artsy movies and stuff as i am so right, right um yeah. then i guess the other thing i'll give a shout out to is uh i'm back on my anime bullshit Oh. Uh, I've been watching a TV show uh, on HBO Max also called uh, Keep Your Hands Off Izuken, which is, oh. it's about a club of high schoolers who are making their own anime. So it's an anime about anime. Wow. And, like, there's, it's very low stakes. There's no, like, death or battling or anything. Like, it's just kind of like a slice of life these kids are doing it but then it also like explains the process of how to make animation and it does it That's like sweet. really in depth like they get one of the big camera things with the sliding panes and do cell shading and everything oh, so nice. i've been like learning stuff and it's really it's well animated itself showing these like concepts it's really cool
0: so you got so it's it's animated of them making an anime is yes what wow okay and it's well, dope like as fuck that. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, is that all you got? I mean, that's more than I got, but
1: you know. And, I mean, the European Championships of soccer are on, so I've been watching that a lot. But that's
0: and, and sports.
1: We, and the Bucks. And we both. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I was getting there. Um, yeah. Actually, during during recording, we'll have we'll see if they get to go to a game seven. But you know, I think at this point, I'd prefer if they didn't because they're probably gonna rip my heart out. So yeah. Um. Just. Pull the Band-Aid off, please. They probably won't. This is going seven games, and we're probably going to lose in seven. So um, I only have one thing on what we're watching. Actually, two. Um, Cassie and I started the uh, first two episodes of the new season of uh, The Handsmaid's Tale, and it's pretty good so far. It's a little bit darker than... Um, the first few seasons here and I mean it's a pretty dark show in the first place but yeah, I was going to say get,
1: I only yeah. watched the first half of season 1 before I kind of fell off and that was already pretty dark.
0: Yeah, it season 4 gets more towards uh let's call it revenge. So mm. it's 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 good. Elizabeth Moss is fantastic um but you know I wouldn't I mean I I think it's good. It's not phenomenal um but you know I I still have fun with it uh, and then we also have been still going through catfish um and god <laughs> every episode of that i just i feel so bad for some of these people because it's just like how do you fall for some of this shit you know like I, I mean the 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 ones where it's like we i paid this guy money i just like how does that ever cross your mind you're just like oh he needs cash i have to help him out but then it's like 17 times later and soon she's given away, she or he, and I, this is, goes on both sides of genders here. Um, how is it they're just giving away four grand? I I don't understand. I, yeah,
1: the money stuff is wild, but, like, I think most of the time it comes down to being lonely and, and yeah. just kind of sad. Like, they just want a friend and they think they have one. And it's, right. It's just rough. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, it, I guess, you know, it could be... Something mental too, and so it, you know it's just it's a it's a tough show to watch sometimes. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I had for for what we're watching. So I'm gonna we we wouldn't usually do this. We would do a little cut, but I'm just gonna go right into it. There it is, the hype horn. I had to let it go a little bit longer this time. Um, so Adam and I actually just got ready for the hype horn a solid three minutes before this pod. Um, so let's, let's start with Dave, since we both seem to be a little bit hyped about that. Uh, Dave season two, actually it released yesterday. We are recording on the 17th right now. It released on the 16th to FXX, I believe. Yeah. It 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 airs
1: live on FXX, the cable television show or channel, like traditionally. And then the next day it goes live on Hulu, which FX has a partnership with for all their stuff.
0: And now is it the whole season that's out now?
1: No, nah, they dropped the out. first two episodes, and then it'll be a weekly.
0: Oh, it is weekly. Wow, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So so this uh, it's a story that uh, revolves around, I actually don't know his real last name. Dave uh, Bird. Dave Bird. Uh, everybody knows him as Lil Dicky. Uh, it's yeah. the story of basically his his life i guess but is it completely accurate i don't know it is not uh, it is yeah fic-
1: fictionalized with some truth and reality like we talked about on the conjuring episode like when they yeah. say based on a true story it, it's loose
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um it, it's got one of the in my opinion one of the funniest comedic show moments of all time i'm only gonna say the garage uh, okay i think that's fucking yes yeah, oh my... God. It's, it's some top-tier comedy, but um, if you haven't seen anything uh, with Lil Dicky, he heard his music, I highly recommend this show because yeah, it's a he, lot of fun. He's a funny guy. He's yeah.
1: Very and his creative. Friend,
0: what's his friend's name? Um, In the show? Uh, a, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which one? Oh, God. What was the episode of... It's the guy who has a mental disorder. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind
1: of, uh, he, I think he has not schizophrenia bipolar maybe uh right gata
0: right. yeah gata um it's 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 a funny show but also it does get very serious at times so i i think it's i think it's just a really good show so yeah it's really good
1: uh, at towing that line so yeah i'm hyped yeah. for season two as well i did watch the first two episodes already and okay i enjoyed the oh. whoa that
0: we thunder? are recording live and that thunder just shook my fucking body holy Damn. fuck Wow. And it's still going. Um okay. Live podcasting. You never know what's gonna happen. Um but anyway, uh so yeah, the what else do we got on hype here? Um I'm gonna throw a curveball. We are a mere eight days away from the ninth installment of Fast and the Furious. So I'm pretty excited. I on the other hand don't really care. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's talking fast and furious. So, um, we, we had, what, what else did we have? I'm, uh, I could something.
1: dip into video games if you want. Go for it. Th- this week was E3, which is the annual big conference of all the video game companies announcing all their big new shit. Um, so there's a lot of big announcements. You know, Avatar, not, yeah. The Last Airbender, the good, good one. The, oh, the okay. shitty blue people one by James Cameron. Yes. 11 years later, apparently still an Avatar 2 movie in development, they announced, like, a huge video game of Avatar for some reason.
0: Wow. What? Uh, Are they still sitting on these movies?
1: Yes. Avatar 2 is supposed to come out next year.
0: Oh, but they've said that for a while now. This hasn't been moving, has it? It's
1: delayed every year for the past, like, seven years.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, so they they just popped it. Did anybody know this was coming? I don't know wow but um
1: it was a wild video game announcement i was like do people still care about that franchise and it was like the show capper to this this company's like announcement trailer they announced all their other games and they put this as the end of their big thing and i'm just like does anyone
0: care about yeah. avatar are people gonna play this video game what well, and, and um you know the first movie was good but good enough for me to hold hype for the second one 15 years later not exactly like i, I mean yeah it, i don't know I don't know. And honestly,
1: it, it was good in theater because it had those crazy 3D effects and like the right. special effects in general were great. But like I've watched it again like at home and like the effects are still pretty, but honestly the story kind of sucks compared to some it other does. sci-fi and fantasy that I've seen. Like it's a little bland.
0: I constantly find myself changing the channel when that's on TV. Yeah. That's that's the type of movie that it is. So So that was um, an under,
1: that was a surprising or underwhelming video game announcement. My okay. most excited I- one Uh, The company that makes Dark Souls and Bloodborne, uh, some of my favorite games of all time, announced their new game and their release date. Uh, Elden Ring is coming out in January, and I'm extremely hyped to die a bunch of times over and over again.
0: Yeah, so I recall um, an episode that I missed, which unfortunately are too many. Um, Anthony and Jim were talking about this game and how they just couldn't play it. Um, So now I'm going to give you time to shine, like... You got through it, and you enjoyed it. Is that because you're more skilled than they are?
1: Uh, maybe, or maybe I just stuck with it longer until the more mechanics kind of clicked. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people I talk to or see on, like, online that play these games are like, I struggled for like 10 hours, and then everything just clicked. And yeah, it was hard, but it wasn't impossible. So. Okay,
0: all right. Yeah, but see, 10 hours for you, who's a, probably a, a decent gamer here, that's probably going to take me about a month. Right, and
1: I, and I got into it in college when I had a lot more time, and now that I've right. got into it once, all the sequels and stuff, like, I already have that base ground
0: level. So. Right, right. Well, any other video game hype?
1: Uh, they're doing another Halo, I guess. I don't know.
0: Really? Okay, all right. Uh, like, um, so would that be Halo 4?
1: Uh, no. So No. The last mainline Halo was a few years ago was Halo five. Jesus. This one is wow. a mainline one, but they are not calling it Halo Six. They are calling it Halo Infinite.
0: Oh well there you go. I mean yeah. that's that's how you do it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So we're using like are we using old maps cool. here for brand new video game you don't know yet?
1: I don't know. I'm not a Halo person, but that was just another big announcement that people were hyped about. Right.
0: Okay. Well, well, with that, I mean, we're just gonna keep it on moving, and let's get into this movie, Adam. Um, so, your recommendation here, "Hunt for the Will," "Hunt for the Wilder People." Uh, what made you land on this movie? Uh, well,
1: I saw it a while back and thought it was really good, and I hadn't heard too many people talk about it, so I had recommended it to Jim just randomly, and I think he actually decided to put it on the pod. I. I didn't, like, pick it out for this episode, but
0: yeah, yeah. I love um, it,
1: and I'm happy to talk about it,
0: but... I was actually, when I was visiting Jim, he had mentioned that he had started it, because he's an absolute madman, but um, he he only said one thing, he said, it's Adam's pick, and it's weird so far, so... You got that? Not. I do tend to like
1: weird movies,
0: but you know, I I will say if with the start of the movie here, it is a little weird to start. Yeah. It, should should it we does go
1: over the, kind of like
0: what this is? Yeah. It, so
1: this movie came out in 2016 from uh, director Taika Waititi. He he also wrote it. Um, I think it was his first like full big movie, and he's famous yeah. now. He did Thor Ragnarok. He's doing Thor four. Uh, whatever it's called love and thunder right uh, he's he's done some other stuff i think they've he did some episodes of the mandalorian he plays a yes. character in the mandalorian yeah i think they've got him signed on for a full star wars movie so he's a big deal now uh, but this was his first uh first big movie uh and yeah, he's I... he's from new zealand so all the characters and then the movie takes place in new zealand as well
0: yeah, I'll I'll give I'll give the uh, summary that I am IMDB has here. A national manhunt is ordered for a rebellious kid and his foster uncle who go missing in the wild New Zealand bush. Yes. Not bad. Not uh, bad. That's a pretty accurate description.
1: Yeah, and it stars Sam Neill of Jurassic Park fame as the foster uncle and then Julian Dennison uh, which people probably know most from Deadpool 2. But this movie was made before that one this was kind of his big
0: break yeah so wow am i just realizing that this is dr grant i had no idea that this was dr dr yep. grant so here we here we go um well so the, mo- the this movie's pretty unique um an easy way that we can follow it is uh we'll just go in order of the chapters of the movie so if you're watching this there are 10 10 or is there uh, 11 well, 10
1: and an epilogue
0: Right. Oh, my God, I missed the epilogue, so I'll let you handle that one. But, shit, is it after the credits?
1: No. It just rolls Maybe. right
0: into it. You might have just missed the, the, the epilogue thing pop on the screen. Probably, probably. Okay, well, um, I, I want to point out something about the opening shot here. Uh, really cool. Is, this must be a drone that mm-hmm. we get um, flying over the what is New Zealand, and what a beautiful country, first of all. I mean, So, yeah. it's so much green. So, yeah i it's definitely on the bucket list for me to visit someday but just want to give a shout out to that a couple of those shots of the drone slowly flying over the land it's pretty sweet uh chapter one is called a real bad egg um Correct. so we are introduced to right out the bat uh ricky baker and wearing uh, an amazing fit may i say his fit is so fra Oh, my God. Throughout he's...
1: the entire movie, but especially in this first scene, he's got the yeah. hoodie and then over it the bomber jacket that had the Illuminati symbol, and it says, All yeah. Eyes on Me. Oh. Yeah. It's the and Tupac it's like a jacket. Go- yeah,
0: And it's like a gold chrome hat, too. Yeah. Um, oh. yeah. Really, really an awesome, uh, awesome get-up for him here. He is being transported by um, a basically a social worker, and that is played by Rachel House, who plays Paula. Um, mm-hmm. And then also being transported by a cop whose name in the in the movie is Andy. And that's played by o- Oscar... Uh, oh, am I going to say this right? Kite- Kitely. Oscar Kitely. So um, they drop him off uh, to his new what would be foster parents, which are Bella and Heck, uh, Rima... Uh, help me out th- with this one Remate I don't know What's man Remate what Waida Remate Waida plays I it's Bella. probably
1: a, a native New Zealand name there's a lot of uh, yeah. Maori people in this movie
0: yep yeah. and Sam Neill who plays Heck um or Hector uh so the his new foster parents are Bella and Hector um my one one thing that really sums up Ricky here he takes a walk around and just immediately steps right back into the cop car yes. cuz he's just like nope not having it
1: also uh, Paula gives a montage example of why Ricky is a real bad egg
0: yes yeah and what <laughs> does she say she says he um well throws he throws stuff he, he kicks stuff he
1: spits he, and then he just goes she just goes on like a rant
0: yeah and, and also, um, we, the entire time, we get, uh, we get um, all the examples of what he's actually doing, too. Uh, so, like, he'll burn stuff, and we'll get an example of him burning it back in his hometown, wherever that is. But, uh, yeah, um, so, you're right. He is a real bad egg. And, um, unfortunately, when he gets back in the cop car, Rachel is saying to him, or Paula, sorry, is saying to him, basically... Nobody else wants you. Next stop is juvie. If you can't get along with these guys, so pretty rough scenario here. Um, I'm pretty sure social workers don't have a limit of like, well, if you screw up this many times, you're just going to juvie. I'm I'm pretty sure that's not real, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to think not. Either. I'd, I'd, like, to think, I'd a, like to. Regardless, it's think. a
1: messed up thing to say.
0: Right, right. Um, and as we're introduced to Hector or heck he comes over the hill with a rifle slung around his shoulder and a giant pig that he's carrying
1: and what does andy Um, say do you have it written down
0: um no i don't i don't
1: the random police officer andy just a random beat cop is just like whoa he's giving that pig a piggyback
0: yeah that's pretty (laughs) good yeah there's a lot of fun lines in here, so I'm hoping you wrote more, down more than me, uh, because I I have a few, but not not a th- not a ton here. Um, so Heck, I, I like this line that uh, Heck says to to Ricky here. He goes, "You ever worked on a farm before, or are you just ornamental?" So that was oof, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're 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 introduced right out the right off the bat that Heck is kind of like a grumpy old man, basically. Oh, definitely, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so um, I'm cutting here to Ricky basically is immediately running away night one. Um, he yep. has dinner, they feed him, and he just immediately tries to run away. And is this where we're introduced to the hot water bottle? Is that here? Yes. Yeah,
1: the first night he goes up.
0: Yeah. Is this ever explained?
1: Uh, It's just, it's kind of symbolic of... Uh, what's her name bell actually cares about him it's kind of implied that none of his other foster parents have ever ever really shown that much interest in him right Uh, where even if it's just something so small literally every night no matter time how many times he runs away there's a hot water bottle in his bed to keep him warm
0: right right um and and when when he wakes up uh bella is sitting right there asking if he tried to to run away um and and we see they got what 200 yards away from the house yeah
1: i I wrote on the quote uh she says geez boy it's a miracle we found you you made it all of 200 meters and it like pans up and the farmhouse is like right there
0: yeah (laughs) he's just like sleeping in a ditch (laughs) hex making pancakes for for them they're basically like well if you're gonna run away at least have breakfast first so um he he compliments hex pancake making skills um and and here is where um we this is where him and Bella start going into the to the mountains hunting first. is that kind of what kind of uh nice? I
1: think there's just some random kind of time skips of him just chilling on the farm and he's talking to bell uh he tells her a haiku about maggots,
0: yeah. Um, haikus are kind of Ricky's thing. That's like, Yeah, um... he,
1: he got taught how to do them in a group home, and they kind of keep him calm, and he actually seems to like doing them, uh, even yeah. though he, he says he thinks they're lame. Uh, yeah. He, when he does the one about the maggots, he's like, he ends it with, that was my haiku about maggots. It's called maggots.
0: <laughs> what? And then what is the one he says after that? Oh, my God. That, that's
1: wow. the second one. He does a different one first about... I don't remember what, but it's, it's less ridiculous. And he, and then he's like, you want to hear another one? He does the maggots one. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, that's, a, that's enough haikus for the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, like, like we said, that's his thing. Uh, and then here Bella is going to teach him how to shoot a gun, I believe. And Ricky's actually pretty good at it already. Yeah.
1: He hits the bottle on the first shot.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I don't know here if we get a line of him saying that's gangster, but, uh, um it's soon to come for sure as as he's learning how to uh shoot Bella's going to take him on a hunt and man this scene i you know like i did not see this scene coming whatsoever. <laughs> it's so
1: funny because it's so it, out of nowhere
0: oh my god so cassie was like on the on the couch with me watching this and it was a pretty normal start you know kind of nice like it looks like he's getting a nice family for once and then this nice woman just goes Rambo on this pig. Like, it is unbelievable. And she is, like, stabbing it. Blood's going everywhere. The way the um, camera
1: cuts from, like, the knife to, like, the pig dying to, like, Ricky's face just in horror is so funny. Yeah. Uh,
0: eventually leading to Ricky passing out, of course. But she's, like, wiping <sighs> her face and blood is yeah, all over it. And... the
1: camera zooms out and she's just, like, covered in blood. And she, like, turns to Ricky. She's like... Want me to teach you how to gut it? <laughs>
0: just yeah, it. she. It's
1: so she
0: funny. I mean, it it really does give kind of like a, you know, we get the nice side of Bella, but we see the side <laughs> that maybe Heck really liked when he was younger. You know, it, it it's a it's a nice little you know she was a fucking badass, and we know that when when well I I won't spoil that, but um, after that we cut right to Bella. Singing Ricky this birthday song on this tiny he's 13. ass and, and this tiny ass piano, and it's such an annoying song too. It's oh, just it,
1: like, it slaps! Don't tell me it's annoying. Oh,
0: I don't know. I, I mean, anyway, um, it, it, it it's just basically Ricky singing it, and I love that he kind of joins in and sings with him just to Ricky with, Baker. With her just <laughs> yeah, just just to annoy heck clearly, um, but. At the end of this, they give him his birthday present, and it's a dog. Um, One thing to note, Heck has a dog, and its name is Zag. Yes, and it
1: it already helped out on the pig hunt, so we've already seen it it do that. It's more than just a dog. It's like a hunting dog, a farm dog.
0: Right, and and now Ricky's got to decide what he wants to name his dog, and he lands on Tupac, which is badass.
1: And Scott, who is Tupac, for those who don't know?
0: Tupac is a rapper who was killed... By uh well, okay, he was a very famous rapper in the nineties, uh eighties too? I don't uh nineties. 90s. 90s. Uh, some say notorious B.I.G. had him taken out, some say it was Suge Knight. I don't want to start any rumors on this podcast because it's probably not gonna end well for us, more than right, likely. Right. But um uh, who, he's who does fam-
1: when Bell asks, who does Ricky say Tupac is?
0: I do not know. What is
1: he? He's just like this really cool rapper and like my best yeah. friend. There you go. Yeah, Ricky friend. says
0: he's, he's his best friend. So, um, yeah, it, it, and and we're happy here again. And Ricky, I think, starting to like the family. And immediately, we just go to a scene where Hack is crying over Bella. She's just dead. Um,
1: yeah, it doesn't say why. We can assume some no. sort of heart attack or something because it seems pretty sudden.
0: Yeah, um, we then immediately go to the funeral scene where we're introduced to Taka. you say it taika waititi the director also
1: plays the priest in this funeral scene
0: oh my god and he is just so over the top but it works It, it absolutely works um he's just basically saying behind one door is things like fanta and doritos and like all kinds of these just ridiculous shit and then he's like to the crowd and who's behind the other door and then, what does Ricky say at first? I,
1: is it vegetables? Because pretty... the other one's called candy and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and and like, then, no. <laughs> and then somebody's just like, Jesus, Jesus, yes. Oh. No,
1: for, first he's like, no, it's another door. And what's behind <laughs> that door? I'm like, is, is it Jesus? Like, y- yeah, it's Jesus.
0: <laughs> yeah. He he does a great job in this, and it's a very small amount of time, but it's it's probably one of the most memorable scenes of the movie. Um,
1: it's very funny, Pe- that, yeah.
0: Heck eventually leaves the funeral because he's fed up and thinks, like, this guy's being disrespectful, which in reality he kind of is. Yeah, it was, um, wasn't
1: the best funeral service for Belle.
0: Right. Uh, but now we go to chapter two, which is called Another Door. Yes. Um, and we start this scene with pretty sad moments. Uh, it's basically a letter Hector is re- having uh, Ricky read. We learn later Hector cannot read, so that this scene makes sense Mm -hmm. but basically saying that ricky has to be taken back into custody uh because new zealand needs a husband and a wife Um, yeah and
1: i don't i'm not clear um they don't want to reveal this just yet but i'm not clear if it's because there's no wife or if it's because hector is uh ex-con
0: could be yeah uh,
1: that he can't have ricky by himself
0: and he had right and we don't know that yet so that that definitely could be it um but here ricky just immediately says why don't we just get you a new wife uh there's plenty on the internet and then he's just immediately like too soon sorry but yeah yeah
1: and like ricky is obviously devastated because Belle is the one he was closer to but it does seem like he wants to stay and is happy on the farm yeah
0: Um,
1: yeah so that's good progress for a sad 13 year old boy i guess
0: heck basically says like no you can't um you know that's what this letter says whatever uh, and he really doesn't have that huge attachment to ricky yet either mm-hmm. um but this is uh this next scene is one of my fa- i think this might be my favorite scene in the movie um he leaves a suicide note and what does this freaking suicide note say um oh christ i didn't write it down it's Shoot. like
1: the loss of my foster mother has broken my heart and have decided to burn myself alive.
0: Yes. And then it like pans
1: down to the bottom of of the letter. And there's like another paragraph. It's like, as you can see from this burned (laughs) bar.
0: Yeah. And also like it's, it's him as a dummy and there's a plate with like a fake face on it. And (laughs) I think right when, I think right when Ricky says the line about um, him getting a new wife from there on, I would argue that every single line he has is comedic yeah, like it it's he, phenomenal
1: he has some heartfelt stuff later um but even his heartfelt stuff is kind of funny
0: yeah because because we immediately go to chapter three which is good by ricky baker and he is into the bush of his, himself he goes into the bush himself yes, He's because rationed he has out, faked his own death <laughs> yes because he's dead now he's rationed out ten pieces of bread he's already eaten five immediately and he's, <laughs> and like, he's like stick
1: like, to the rations <laughs> five down five to go <laughs> yeah
0: um so so ricky's obviously not gonna last out here on his own um and and so did you he, notice
1: what he does over the fire his first night
0: uh he burns his water bag right? yeah he tries to heat
1: right. up his, his hot water pad because he like it reminds him of bell and it makes him happy and it just explodes over the fire both destroying the hot water pad and putting out the fire <laughs>
0: yep yep so really really rough start for rick um it would have been interesting if they showed how he actually got the fire going so yeah yeah um but anyway uh when when we when he wakes up in the morning heck has found him um and here is where we learn that he can't read uh, and i don't know why we know that um here i didn't really write that down too well but Anyway, Ricky's annoying Heck, and he's going to lunge at him and attack him. Ends up shattering his ankle. Pretty gruesome. There's a
1: couple funny lines I want to shout out between here and there. Go for it. First, uh, Heck's like, what are you doing out here? He's like, I'm going out my own. Ricky town. Population Ricky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: And then uh, uh, Hector says he's going to take him back home before he breaks his ankle, uh, and they have to stay. And he's like fine i'm excited to go back to the city i want to get some new gear meet some drug dealers become a rapper and die, die in a drive-by <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Fuck.
0: this goddamn kid oh man how i just so did was any of this improv i don't i, didn't I don't know at...
1: i doubt it this is uh if, if you've seen any of taika waititi's other movies this is very much his style of comedy and he wrote this movie okay. as well as directed it so i think most so... of it's probably written
0: So he's just that funny. I mean, that's impressive. Um, But here uh, he's he's helping. uh, So he Rick uh, Heck gets his foot stuck in a rock and it cracks, pretty gross, gruesome. Um, And then he he, Ricky is caring for Heck and he pulls his ankle right out and shatters it a little more, even. Um, So yeah, and then. If we cut back to uh, Child Services here, they have found... (laughs) Go ahead. Heck's plan
1: here is, well, I can't walk, and we're too far in the bush, so we'll just camp out here for a few weeks while my foot heals, which is a ridiculous plan, but okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. One thing I'll say about this movie is, like, a normal time frame does not exist. They are just talking months at a time always yeah there's just
1: montages where weeks
0: pass and it makes it makes their legend better so i I do like i love that it's like months instead of a couple days that they were out there or whatever so it it, it, the story makes sense um but yeah we go back and child services has found ricky um and uh they 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 have found ricky's fake suicide body Right, and they can clearly see it's a plate for a head. Um, well,
1: the way it happens is very funny because she like sniffs some dirt, and she's like, a you thirteen-year-old know, boy died in this fire." And the cop from the background's like, "How can you tell?" And she like throws the plate with the face on it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. the 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 cop is pretty great. He he's constantly just pretty lost and plays a pretty fun role in the end too. Paul gets um, pretty
1: funny too, actually, as she, she gets more ridiculous.
0: Yeah, she does. Um, And we'll talk about a a scene where they're across from each other at one point. That's a lot of fun. Um, But here, uh, Ricky is going to try to go into hunting mode so they can eat. um, And ends up trying to shoot a bird, uh, a pigeon, I believe. Um, I think
1: it's a swallow, yeah.
0: (laughs) And he ends up falling as he's shooting it. And he um, he doesn't get the bird. And we go back to camp. Heck has fucking strangled an eel. Like, what the fuck? And, yeah. and the best part about this is he's like, how did you... Ricky asks him, how did you get the eel? And Heck's just like, oh, I just got it. You know, it. I I don't know what to make of this. I kind of want to think that they are just proving how dominant of hunters these people are, that it's just second nature to them.
1: Well, um, it kind of comes back because he says he has the, the knack uh right so, which for english translation you like you have a knack for it um right which i guess there's some people who grow up around like hunting and fishing that can just like do that kind of shit so that he's he's kind of got a knack for it. he's done it all his life so he can just kind of do it um and as we'll see later that can tra- that doesn't have to be about like outdoorsman skills you can have a knack for literally anything um
0: right Right. So
1: that's kind of where this starts, but yes, uh, Heck obviously has the knack for living in the bush. He could. He's right. a great hunter, a great fisher, great tracker. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. And and uh, so they they end up eating the eel. And during this this campfire scene here, while they're eating, Ricky tells the story about um, how his friend Amber dies. And I think to hear. Do we learn a little about each of their families?
1: Uh, not or... really. This is just the story about Amber, which is pretty heartbreaking and yeah. like probably pretty true to life for people who grow up in group homes, right? You just hear about kids who he, Ricky doesn't understand what's going on because he was only he was, he's only 13 now and he was obviously younger when this happened, so the people didn't tell him much, but it's implied that The uh, dad of Amber's foster home was abusing her in some way, and then she committed suicide or was killed by the dad. It's not really clear which, but both are fucked up.
0: And this is, I'm sure this is where Hex starts to soften up to him a little bit. Um, Yeah, because you can see it on
1: Hex's face that he is recognizing what happened to Amber, likely, and even if Ricky hasn't, he just knows she died and he was sad about
0: it. Right. Um, So yeah, and that's actually right at the end of chapter four. Which was the Knack, is that correct? Uh, broken Foot Camp. Broken, bro- broken Foot Camp, okay. Um, we then go to Chapter 5, which is called Famous. Yes. Uh, they go into a abandoned uh, hunter? I don't think it's area.
1: abandoned. I, I, I don't think it's really an American culture thing, but I got the impression this is some sort of like public lodge that anyone out in the bush hunting can like come in and use. Yeah, um, yeah, like if they need shelter or somewhere to eat or sleep, it, it seemed like like a little hut that basically was available for anyone out in the bush.
0: And this is uh, this is definitely, arguably, the funniest scene of the movie. Um, he he walks in and they see that they're famous because they're on a police report because people are looking for them. Yep, just a one poster up there.
1: Because uh, we should mention it's been like six weeks,
0: right? Right. They, they were at flying. the bro-
1: the broken foot camp. Uh, Heck's foot is mostly healed where he can walk on it, and they've hiked to this hut. Um, right. so, so it's been about six weeks that they were just chilling at the, the broken foot camp.
0: Right. Uh, Ricky starts reading the the ad and says, um, he gets to the word Caucasian and says, what does he call it? What does he say? Well, Ca- uh,
1: they got that wrong because
0: you're obviously white. Yeah, you're obviously white. So that was a pretty good line. Um, and then... Immediately, we got three hunters coming in here, and uh, they they recognize these guys. Yeah, there's
1: no back and forth of, like, trying to stop them from seeing the poster or anything. Like, they they have already seen the poster. They recognize them immediately.
0: And if I'm not mistaken, one of the hunters, is he the teacher in Stranger Things? I have not Um, watched Stranger Things. Shit. Okay. Well, I think he is. He's in a couple of other things, but um, the main hunter guy is. And... uh, they immediately start asking if if uh, Heck has made Ricky do anything. Like, and they're trying to get, like, the what kind of situation's going on here type thing. <laughs> and Ricky just goes, he made me do stuff I didn't want to do. And then it just gets worse and worse, progressively just worse.
1: ridiculous innuendos and double entendres that Ricky is not meaning to do, but obviously sound like Hector was... Uh sexually assaulting him
0: a hundred percent a hundred percent and and i and uh face the entire time is phenomenal he's just like what are you doing like oh my god um and and there's kind of a struggle here there's a fight that starts between hack and the three hunters um and then ricky fires his gun in the air and immediately says what does he say shit just got real as he's like clicking the uh as he's loading yeah, the gun.
1: the bolt action yeah, yeah
0: and all right. the
1: hunters just look like terrified uh yeah. so they back off and then hector takes the gun away from ricky and then he kind of brandishes it and then he says yeah shit just got real
0: yeah so this so is them kind
1: of like bonding they're more. teaming up
0: they're teaming up and and, actually, and and again, here, what does, what does Heck do? He says, throw their bolts away. That's kind of his move. Is like, they take the bolts out of the gun and throw them away. And it's yeah. kind of funny, because it's like, they could shoot him again, but he's just like, ah, just make him waste some time a little bit, you know? It's, it's, yeah. it's interesting. Um, but here is where we get a little bit more dialogue between uh, Ricky and Heck. Um, Heck explains to Ricky that he's gone to jail before. Ricky explains to Heck that if, you know, this family falls through, he's going to juvie. Um, so just a little bit more backstory on these guys. It is
1: another kind of sad thing that, like, a kid that young recognizes that, because he says something like, if he goes back to the group homes, he'll probably end up either in juvie or like his friend Amber. Year, Amber, which, yeah. like, the fact that he just recognizes that the the odds are not in his favor is pretty sad.
0: Right. Um, and meanwhile, there's a whole fricking SWAT team after these guys at this point now. I mean, like there is an army in the woods, yes. um, trying to get after them here. Uh, but then uh, we, switch. Pa- Paula, ahead. Paula cl-
1: called in the real cops, not Andy. Uh, Poor Andy. <laughs> there's even a scene where she says to call the cops and Andy's like, I am a cop. And she's like, no real ones with guns,
0: with, with guns. <laughs> yeah. Cause Andy does not have guns. um, um
1: yeah, so yeah. they're they're really on the run now, especially because these hunters have reported back to the cops that uh, Hector has sexually assaulted the kid.
0: Yeah, um, it gets out that that is exactly what happened, actually. So, um,
1: And now we get, like, a montage of them on the run in the bush just trying to survive, stealing shit from more of these random houses, the public ones, and the just pro- people who live in the bush. Yeah. Um, and I'm it, it's, a, it's a fun little montage.
0: I'm uh, interested to to here is uh, is this how New Zealand is as a country? As, I think as, so. As, um, yeah. And, and that seems pretty fucking cool. Like you're well, just like, walking.
1: E- even through. the fact that Andy is a normal beep cop doesn't have a gun, like is ridiculous yeah. in America, but that's just how it is.
0: I, honestly, like being, it seems like a very peaceful place. And mm-hmm. I would I would really love to visit there. And not only that, I mean, the sets of Lord of the Rings are out there, too. So mm-hmm. it's like, why not go out there? But i love to make a trip to New Zealand someday. Um, we sw- is, have, are we switching to Chapter six here close to the sky? Yes, that, after yeah, the, the yep.
1: montage of them in the bush stealing shit and surviving there, we get Chapter six close to the sky.
0: And now, was this one of the shots that Taika did of um, rotating, where the scenes were changing, but you could still see half the yeah yeah interesting... the mon- the montage
1: before the chapter thing, which was Those are very cool shots.
0: They're they are like they look goofy at first, but then you kind of like are. This is pretty sweet. Yeah, you know, it's I, almost
1: like turning the pages of a storybook. What it's like in right in motion.
0: And I think the reason why, you know, it looks it may look goofy, but that's got to be a really hard thing to shoot. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine how that would actually go. Well, because,
1: um, like, some of the places they pop up for, you literally could not shoot them in sequence, so they're somehow edited and stitched together, but they look right. seamless.
0: Right, exactly. Like, they, they don't move. They don't fuzz out or anything like that. So, very cool. Um, chapter 6, we get to close to the sky. We're basically in a spot... Where earlier in the movie, Bella had said to um, uh, Ricky geez, "Ricky, where she would want to be if she died. Um, and I forget what she exactly says. Uh, uh, it's
1: a place where the water meets the cloak of the sky or something like that.
0: Right. And, and we see here, like, this is exactly what she was probably thinking. And Ricky pulls out the box of ashes that Heck had just put in a box. But Ricky held on to, um, and and another nice moment here is Heck kind of gets rid of, uh, well, not gets rid of, but I don't know how you would even say this, dumps Bella out. (laughs) Uh,
1: Actually, they don't do that yet. uh, Oh, they don't? That's right. Because Ricky asks if this is what she meant, and Heck's like, I don't know. Bella didn't actually know where she was from, even
0: though
1: she said this is where she was from and where she wanted to be, quote unquote, buried, but she was apparently lying she was an orphan like ricky and kind of a drifter like heck for a long time and didn't really know um so she was being kind of wistful or or just kind of dreaming so so ricky upon learning that does not take the box out yet he just kind of looks at it
0: and and it's an interesting scene here because i don't think heck knows the weight of his words you know like he doesn't understand how much um Ricky looked up to Bella kind of and like well,
1: and also he wasn't there for that conversation so who knows if he has the context of her saying this right. is where she was from and where she wanted to be when she
0: died. Right, right. Um we we then get to um somehow they're seeing something on the TV. Um, uh, I, I don't think it, they are. I think it just cuts to it. Right, that's true. It is just like a TV show of Paula <laughs> Oh my God. Word for
1: is... word, the same things she said when they were introducing Ricky at the beginning of the movie about him being a real yeah. bad egg. She's like, he's a real yeah. bad egg. He kicks things, spits, sets stuff on fire, throws things, loiters, It's just the exact same thing. And the TV hosts are just like, uh, we, this is the kid that is apparently kidnapped, I, I thought we were trying to like say he was yeah. sweet and we needed to get him
0: back. <laughs> I kind of dig it. I kind of like how she's like, no, he's not sweet, but we've got to get him back. No child left behind. It's kind of, it's funny. No child I mean, left it's behind. just, yeah, it, like she just keeps repeating it. It's so
1: funny. I love it so
0: much. It's fun. It's fun. Um, right after this, uh, Heck and Heck and Ricky see a bird that they think is extinct here. Yes. I don't know what um, it
1: was called, uh, like a ha- haibu or something like that.
0: Right, something, something goofy. Um, but the point being, they can make a lot of money if if they uh, can get a shot of it because people think it's extinct. I don't really get that.
1: Yeah, um, scientific community. I don't know how much money there would actually be, but they would at least be famous. True, because so like if, you, if in like a scientific journal, if you see like a picture of something really rare or extinct, there is always photo credit, even if it's not like the, the scientific community who took the photo.
0: That's true that's Um, true i don't know how much money's in it yeah they could
1: at um, least get like interviews and stuff probably maybe a little bit of money
0: right right so they are saying like eventually they'd like to come back and take a picture of that they don't have a camera at the time um they go into another house and how they get into this house is they're kind of standing by the outside heck's pretty smart launches a big stick on top of the roof and nobody moves on the inside when it smacks down yep um when they get in, Ricky pulls the covers up on a guy who looks pretty dead. Turns out he's not, even though Hex, like, that guy's dead, and he, like, shivers awake. Uh, don't know what's wrong with this guy, and it's never explained. I yeah, it is. Think. They said he oh, oh. Had,
1: had diabetes, and he was in in diabetic shock. I see.
0: I see. They, they so, do explain
1: it later, but okay. R- Ricky and Hector don't know.
0: Right. And... Uh, one and and Heck says to Ricky, somebody's gonna have to stay behind with this guy. And Ricky immediately goes, "We'll see you later. I'm going." Um, and he's just gonna go downstream. I believe they say like two hours down is a town. I think uh, not,
1: I don't know if it's a town, but like uh, Heck says, he knows that there's some people who live on in the certain spot of the bush. So,
0: right. Right. And um, as he's as he's leaving. Uh, heck says to ricky if you get desperate eat your dog <laughs> poor tupac <laughs> oh heck uh never change heck also um, I, I do
1: think not only is it pretty sweet that instead of saving their own skin they do risk themselves to like save this park ranger um also i think it's cool that heck trust ricky to go two hours on his own and right. do this thing and be okay
0: yeah yeah, and obviously he, he's shown disdain for him in the past for, like, what his abilities are. Yeah. But he seems to have some trust in him at this point. Right. Because um, he kind of sees, like, Ricky is kind of a badass, you know. Yeah, he's, he, 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 he's he,
1: learning. He was just a yeah. little kid, like, he didn't have any experience.
0: Right, right. Um, we So he's traveling down. Um, I don't, does anything really happen once until he hits this girl with a horse eventually? Nope, he's
1: just walking. Uh,
0: Yep, and so he meets uh, a girl on a horse, and I believe, like, right here immediately... Well, not... He doesn't fall in love here. He basically... Uh,
1: the camera work and the music that plays, he falls yeah, in love
0: here. Right. Um, he, he gets to ride a horse, which he wanted to do at the beginning of the movie, but now he gets to. And um, we cut to Chapter 7, which is called A Normal Life. Um, are we ever introduced to the name of this girl not that i know uh, of. not that i know of either and that that's pretty interesting um but she is just talk talk talking and she's saying like people didn't say i talk a lot you tell me if i talk a lot like, she's going on and on and here's where we get like a slow-mo montage of him like staring at her definitely in love with her
1: yeah. um
0: and and then her dad comes out a uh, phenomenal character in the show or in the movie here he wants a selfie with ricky baker Because like he likes what he's doing, I guess. They're famous, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's doing all sorts of poses: Ricky holding a knife at his neck, the other way around, uh, someone him in a chokehold, whatever. Just all kinds of selfies with Ricky Baker. Um, and very funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fun scene. It's it's a fun scene. Um, we then go to him and this this girl talking a little bit, and this is I think this is where we get like you know his first. this is kind of a his first experience of a real family i guess yeah which i think
1: is why the chapter is called a normal life
0: Uh, right and yeah it's a good scene um we we kind of have her asking if he knows anything about his parents and he doesn't Uh, where we get the the
1: backstory Uh, yeah he never knew his dad and his mom gave him up when he was really young he has a small picture of her but that's about it
0: right and and uh yeah, just the picture. She eventually plays a song, um, which she said she wrote, but then lies and, or tells the truth and says she didn't. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, dad's dad joins in too, but they eat some sausages. Yes, they, he 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 makes sure to mention later that he had a sausage and 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 nice music and fell asleep. Um, at, since he falls asleep, the uncle is obviously i mean ricky falls behind here so the uncle's kind of in danger so he starts sprinting back while well, he gets right because
1: we girl. should say uh the girl calls uh the, the rest of the park ranger service to go save the sick park ranger that, that's right. the whole reason ricky came here and they do do that and they send a helicopter
0: right yep and uh when we get back to ricky's where where uh heck was we see that the SWAT has surrounded everything. Um, and do you know we what? Saved...
1: Do you have written down what Ricky says here? I do not. So he's looking over, and there's the SWAT team. There's some like dogs, and then there's Paula, and Rick, And as it pans to each room, goes Ricky goes ninjas, direwolves, <laughs> child welfare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> some of these lines, man, Tyka's Ta- Ta- so hilarious. He's hilarious uh it's a lot of fun a lot of fun um we so we then go to our eighth chapter which is called the knack because um, he is
1: now alone because heck had to leave to, to avoid getting caught when they came to save the park range who we do we, hear survived and is okay
0: yes and we also now know that they've been gone for about four months yes um and this is an interview that's going on. And I believe, was it Andy who says uh, $10,000 reward for them dead or alive? Yeah. I love it. And then,
1: and then he like glances off camera. He's like, oh, no, we, we, we want them alive.
0: Yeah, yeah. He kind of confirms that he wants them alive. Um, and
1: then there's a newscaster who's like, I'm reminded of First Blood. One man, Rambo, Rambo y- alone yeah. in the wilderness. And then he pauses. He's like, obviously, these are two men, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun um the the all the news broadcast cuts are pretty great um but they have the,
1: fans now because they helped the yeah. Spark
0: ranger and on the tv the dad says i got a selfie with ricky baker or whatever yeah, yeah. And, you know he's, he's real proud um i'm gonna guess adam that this is your favorite part of dialogue right here because ricky runs in with paula across here. the ravine yes and and she's like get over here just go down in this quarry like it's fine it's pretty steep though and well, they first she's like kind
1: of... we'll come over to you and then she like looks down and she's like it's too steep we can't you come over to us right.
0: <laughs> right and and then we get this just bizarre exchange about terminator i don't know how we got here but i love that we did um and and she's basically like you're not John Connor. You're acting like Sarah Connor. Like, it's well, just Okay, ridiculous. so
1: I wrote down parts of it. I think it starts where Ricky says, like, I'll be fine out here. I'm like the Terminator. And then Paul's like, you're not the Terminator. I'm the Terminator. You're Sarah yeah. Connor.
0: So we kind of <laughs> get, she's, like...
1: she adds, and in the first movie, before she could do chin-ups.
0: <laughs> yeah. we You kind of get, like, a little fun side of Paula here. Um, yeah. Like, you're kind of like, hey, she might actually be cool and just is a little weird... Uh, but yeah, it's just a little, a little fun exchange. And this is where, um, she,
1: she does do come kind of shitty of like telling Ricky to like turn in heck and say that he molested him right. in exchange for staying out of juvie, which sucks. Like
0: yeah, she shouldn't do that's, that. That's not okay. I agree. Um, so she's not as cool here, but, uh, so eventually Ricky just decides to keep running. Um, and he's thinking of where to go, and he knows that Heck would be by water. So he decides to go upstream and finds him immediately, pretty much. And It's a cool little scene because, like,
1: Heck whistles, and Ricky, like, looks up and sees him because it's exactly yeah. where Heck earlier had told him you should go whenever you're in danger. Just right. up, uphill and towards water. Right. And, like, right. Heck just kind of smiles and nods. And, like, there's no big reunion you can just tell he's proud of them, and then they're back on the move running. Like, there's no... Yeah. It's not sappy or anything, and I, I really liked it.
0: Yeah, and in this scene, or just slightly after, he says, we're like, wildebeests, the beasts, will people? And you're like, yeah. ah, now Cause, I get uh,
1: it. Because when they were... Before they found the diabetic guy, uh, Ricky was reading a book about wildebeests and how they move thousands of miles as a herd to find water and avoid danger and stuff so they're like wilder people just trekking through the bush
0: yep um and we're also introduced here to hashtag skux life um what does it mean adam
1: uh so ricky explains it as just being gangster i looked it up on urban dictionary uh Uh so basically it is like in America, people say, like, you're an OG or you're a gangster. Or, like, something like, that. say you're, like, really cool and, like, street smart. And it is basically that with a little added of, uh, like, dressed really well. Like, like you oh. know, like, uh, so think about, like, in an early 2000s, like, rap music video. Where, like, they're obviously trying to be hard and gangster, but they all, like, have just the freshest fits.
0: Yeah, I like it. I that's what, like that's
1: it. what skux means, apparently.
0: Yeah. So we're in this conversation where he's explaining what that means to Heck and immediately they see this giant boar. um,
1: There's one uh, quick thing that happens first. So they run across those same hunters from the original lodge. Correct. Yes. And they're eating lunch so they don't have their guns and both Ricky and Heck point their guns at them and uh, I don't remember if it's Ricky or Heck but one of them says shit just got real. Again.
0: (laughs) I think I think it's heck. I think it's heck. I yeah. don't know though. Um, but yeah, they, they get him to give the guns, and uh, the hunters are made a fool again. And then so, they, they
1: tell them to tell the news to start calling them the Wilder people.
0: Right. And then the one right.
1: hunter's like the Water people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The and, that uh, one guy's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, but then the cool part is because Ricky says to call him that, and he says the water people, and then Heck says the wilder people, emphasizing right. it. So he's in on the name. He's starting to, like, hang out with Ricky even more.
0: Right. Um, and and so...
1: Now we get the boar.
0: The boar. Um, again, this movie just takes kind of a wild turn here. The dogs are running after the boar, and, and um, Heck knows that the dogs are going to be... Um, in trouble if they start attacking this big ass fucking boar. Yeah. So Heck dives off the freaking top of this like small hill and just starts trying to stab into the boar, just like, um, just like Bella did in the past. Yeah. Cause and... They
1: they shot at it a few times, but it wasn't stopping, and it had it had kind of already gored Zag, which is Heck's dog. Yep. Tupac wasn't hurt, but
0: no, no Tupac kind of shakes the. And I don't know if it ends up being two boars or one boar. It's kind of confusing. It's just I... one, I
1: think. Uh, okay. So, so after Hex that st- jumps off and stabs it, it kind of runs away. Uh, but Heck is kind of like on, on the ground then, and then it comes back, and it's like charging him, and Heck like seems kind of resigned to dying, and Ricky like steps in front. And, like, takes a shot and hits it, even though he's kind of missed a bunch of shots throughout the movie. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, Dead. He, he takes the breath kind of like he did with Bella when he was shooting. Um, right between the eyes, stops it in its tracks. Uh, and then here is where they bury Bella. Wow, I was a little early on yeah, that one. my god
1: uh, Zag got gored, um, and Heck has to put him down because he's not going to recover, uh, which is sad. And then they bury Zag, and then as Heck is kind of mourning his dog, Ricky takes out the box, which Heck does not even know that uh, Ricky brought with. Uh, And then they spread the ashes, so Heck can kind of, like, get closure on both at once. It's kind of a a poignant moment.
0: Yeah. It's it's sad. Yeah, it is. It is, and that's where I'm saying, you know, this movie takes some really big turns in it, but they all work, you know, they all... They all seem to work, and it just keeps flowing with the movie. Um, and Before we move and, on, it, it is a really touching
1: scene, and it's intense with the boar. What did you think of the visual effects on the boar?
0: It's pretty bad. Yeah, they it were not pretty. Fucking...
1: I mean, it's a low-budget movie. Uh, it, it was his first movie. It was made in New Zealand. It's not a Hollywood budget, but the it was a little rough, the effects on the boar.
0: Crazy, too, because the effects on the dog were incredible. Like I think it's it, just a real dog that they trained. Yeah, and they put makeup on it, basically. Oh, for the yeah, for the blood, yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, know, like that. That's crazy how realistic the death of the dog seemed, but then the boar was pitiful. It,
1: it was um, rough. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a really good scene. Still, it's very intense and emotional. But I think it could have been better if it was a bit more lifelike. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then uh, so. Here we change to, this is where we're going into the winter now, and they're kind of trying to survive in the winter here, I believe.
1: Yeah, there's another montage of them walking. There's a very somber song playing, because like, it just did the whole dog death and spreading the ashes. And then we get chapter nine, and uh, it kind of turns to the winters.
0: Yeah, and chapter nine is called The Turn of the Tide. Um, at one point, the cops find them... And they're hiding below a ditch. uh, And Ricky is trying to mouth something to heck. Okay. And he's like, yeah, go ahead.
1: Literally on my notes, I was typing, yo, this is like that scene in Lord of the Rings.
0: And yeah, and he actually is exactly what he says. He's like putting his finger up and down like this. And um, he's like, it's just like Lord of the Rings. Pretty funny, like random call out. Yeah. Amazing.
1: It was very funny, and it made it, for me, it made me even funnier because I didn't remember this from the first time I saw it, and I was typing, like, as he said it, and it, it was it was pretty funny.
0: Even better that that's where they recorded it, too. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's great. It's yeah. great. Um, and here, they then are introduced to a man who is a bush. Uh, Psycho <laughs>
1: Sam. Correct. Actually. They, they, run, they see a moving bush, and they get really confused. The bush turns around. And he says, is it a man or a bush? And he says, bush, man, bush, man. And then his name is Psycho Sam.
0: He's a big conspiracy theorist type guy. Um, He starts talking about when you fill out a form, you just have to keep filling out more forms.
1: And that's why he has escaped from the government and lives in the bush.
0: Yeah. And he He also has
1: pots and pans on his head to prevent government tracking.
0: Yep. Um, he can charge a cell phone somehow. Um, I he
1: boosted I the don't... four bars, which is how they get caught in a couple minutes here.
0: Right, and that's such a weird thing. Is like, why would a guy who's a government conspiracy theorist want to boost his bars? Well, because I mean, not
1: only is he a conspiracy theorist, he's also completely insane. Like, yeah. not
0: just conspiracy
1: and like normal insane.
0: Right. Um, here, then they're going to sleep. Um, and this is probably the most touching scene you get between Heck and Ricky here. Um, because uh, Heck at one point is saying like, oh, I'm sure, you know, like your mom may have gotten rid of you, but she probably was young and didn't know what to do. Um, definitely trying to comfort him and, um, yeah, just, just definitely like, listening to each other and yeah and...
1: R- ricky does another haiku and this one isn't about maggots this one he's like uh he talks about living in the bush with his uncle heck and having fun and then he, he ends it like the last syllables or whatever are living forever
0: yeah. yeah 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 so nice little nice little uh ode to these two here and then we go right into chapter 10 war is yeah. what it's called. um ricky's outside And he notices, like, movement a little bit at first, but then, like, was looking around, and there are people crawling everywhere coming after them. Um, And immediately they come back. He's like, heck, we gotta go. They're here. And Psycho Sam's like, oh, I have an underground bunker. And he pulls the thing up, and he goes, I haven't dug it yet. (laughs) Shit. It's just dirt. Oh, my God.
1: And then he wants to play dead.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, he's
1: he's a ridiculous character.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, eventually, he does lead them to his truck. Um, and and uh, the, it actually runs because Ricky hotwires it, I think?
1: Yeah. Uh, hack ax- asked him how he got it started, and he says, The Knack. So that kind of comes yeah. back, because Ricky's a yeah. gangster with street smarts. Has that, yep. Hashtag
0: gucks life. Yep. Um, as they're... They eventually are driving through everything. Um, they drive through the hunter's camp. And, God, you just gotta love the little fucking smirk he has on his face. Yeah, it goes slow. He just
1: gives him, like, a smile and a nod.
0: Yep, yep. Um, and then they they go into, like, this army training area as there's this old man on the road taking pictures, and they just fly right over, uh, right into this army training area. Um, and there are cops Everywhere they turn, I yeah. mean, there are t- tanks for God's sake. Heck like,
1: says this is the end, and and Ricky says something about like, yeah, we're gonna go out in a blaze of glory, and like Hex like, no, we're gonna, just gonna get arrested, and, yeah. and Ricky's like, oh, well, I'm going out in a blaze of glory, and he just floors it.
0: Yeah, they end up in this like junkyard after Ricky eventually crashes, um, and and here is kind of like their final standoff. Uh, they they start to fight a little bit here, Rick and uh, Ricky and Heck, because Rick Ricky doesn't want to like give up. He wants to keep going and like you said, go out in his blaze of glory. Meanwhile, uh, at this entire time, a cop is sneaking behind, uh, or uh, sorry, one of the hunters is sneaking behind to shoot Heck because he's still pissed off at him or whatever. I don't know who he's going to actually end up shooting. Him, I think sure. it would be
1: Heck, because th- th- he he's still thinks that
0: they're, like, molesting Ricky. Right, right. And uh, this is where, since Ricky doesn't want to stop, he just is like, he's here, He the guy who molested me. Like, he's he's right here. He's a molester. Everybody... <laughs> yeah. Um. So then, uh, uh, Heck's getting pretty pissed at Ricky, and... Heck's like, fuck this, I'm just going to give up, and is walking out. Meanwhile, Andy has chased behind to get this hunter. The hunter is about to kill Heck, and Andy takes him out, which is pretty sweet. But as Andy takes him out, Ricky gets scared and shoots Heck right in the butt.
1: Yeah, because the hunter's Um, gun goes off. It doesn't hit anything because Andy's tackling him. It just goes in the air. But the sound of the noise (laughs) makes Ricky pull the trigger.
0: Yep, yep, and... And now at the end of this, um, Heck and Ricky both get arrested, um, and and they're, so Ricky's going to be going to juvie for a bit, and Heck's going to actual prison. Paula
1: so, reads, uh, reads Heck the Miranda rights, and Andy just walks in, and she's like, that's like an American thing. New Zealand cops don't do that, and you're not a cop.
0: <laughs> yeah, and isn't she from New Zealand, too?
1: Yeah, so, but she's um, in child welfare. She doesn't know that, like. Yeah, they still see the fun. same American movies where they all do Miranda Wright stuff.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> so we get a little montage here of, like, heck, kind of going to jail and uh, doing his time. I don't know how long he was in there. It's a year. Uh, d- a year. So that seems pretty fair. I don't think you're going to get away with not going to jail here with all these speculations going around. Right. Um, but
1: we, we get a, a thing of the trial. Ricky says that he didn't actually touch him and stuff. Uh, yeah. Ricky for the year goes and lives with the girl with the horse and the dad with the selfie for for the time. So he's got a pretty good life actually. He doesn't have to go back to group home or juvie.
0: And and to to kind of end our movie here, um, Hector and Rick uh, Ricky reunite. Yeah. And... So
1: it does the year. It does the montage, and then it's like a year later, and this is where it, it does say epilogue
0: okay so right.
1: you yeah. did you didn't miss anything
0: okay all right good and and um they they're reuniting and um ricky offers for heck to come live with them and at first heck kind of is like ah eh, maybe not and um then ricky's walking away and heck does a haiku and he could just ah, oh, it's adorable it's just it's great yeah. I don't know. I didn't write it down, um, but it just proves that. Yeah, I, didn't, about, I don't write
1: the whole thing down. The last syllables, though, are, it was the best. And the whole thing yeah. is about them, like, traveling together. So
0: Right, right. Um, and, and yeah. I,
1: I do want to shout out, the first thing Ricky says to heck when he walks up to him at the rehab house after not seeing him for a year is, how was jail? Did you shank anyone?
0: Yeah, did you <laughs> shank anyone? Yep, yep. <laughs> Ricky's such a fun character. Uh, So, uh, Heck eventually agrees and he says, you know what, I want to go with you. Ricky says he can as long as he can call him uncle. Um, And their idea is they're going to go after this bird and try to get a picture of it and, you know, go on more adventures together, basically. Yeah, and then
1: it cuts back to the bush and they're kind of walking away from the the house they live in now, going into it, uh, because they're going to go look for this bird. Yep. And yep. then Heck uh, says We didn't choose the Scucks Life. The Scucks Life chose us.
0: Right, right. And he is fully veered into the Scucks Life. Scuck's life. So that is the end of our movie. That is Hunt for the Wilder People. I will lead it off the score. I'll let you, you go last, Adam. Um I'll give Cassie's first. She gave a six. Uh, nothing what? more behind she' had nothing more behind that. Um she I don't, I don't think she likes dumb humor as much as us guys do, which is understandable. I mean, it's, you know, it is dumb humor, but it's a lot of fun. I actually landed on the 8 out of 10. Um, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, I think just, you know, I haven't really seen a movie like this exactly that I can even think of. Um, the 8 is definitely because of the performance by Ricky um i forget his name Uh,
1: julian dennison
0: julian dennison is freaking hilarious um and sam neill does a really good job on screen of kind of being the 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 friend of 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 ricky here so a lot of fun um i think eight out of ten is a fair score just because good comedy um i i don't know if i go much higher than that because there were times where i felt a little bit bored with the movie but um, definitely towards that second half, it really keeps you engaged with the comedy and kind of a little bit of the action, too. And I also want to relay Anthony's score, which was also an 8 out of 10.
1: Nice. I'm glad he liked it. Yeah,
0: yeah he did. He did. He said it. Um, he said the kid, Julian, phenomenal. So yeah. that was his it, take he, as well.
1: I mean, I'm glad he's getting some roles. Like I said, uh, have you seen Deadpool 2?
0: Mm, I have, but I don't... I don't remember what he plays.
1: He he plays kind of the villain. So like Cable comes That's back right. t- Cable comes back in time to stop Julian Dennison's character.
0: Uh, right. That's correct. And call uh, this now.
1: He he's has some very funny scenes especially when he teams up with uh, Juggernaut. Uh,
0: I'll have to rewatch because I, I I had a lot of he had a, he's a lot of fun. He, so.
1: Both his delivery and his physical comedy are just amazing.
0: Yeah. Yep
1: um on that note i i think i'm gonna go with a nine out of ten just because i really like this movie it's very unique and the humor as you mentioned is amazing but like just to my specific tastes it hits me so hard like i love that dry humor of some of the there's the ridiculous humor and then there's also the very like Sarcastic undercurrent humor, and both of them just got me on every single line, and I the the story of like the heartfelt family story hit me really hard. Um, just found family stories in general always get yeah. me like uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, just like coming together like people who are from different backgrounds having that found family. Th- right. Those always always get me pretty hard. So I'm going to go with a nine out of 10. The music choices, the the cinematography, uh, in the car chase at the end, I had subtitles on, so I saw like the names of the songs. It's an original song to the movie. It's called Milestone Two in parentheses Scuck's Life. And it's incredible. And the, yeah. the lyrics are so funny. It's, it's just, it says Skuck's Life over and over with like different lyrics in between it. And it's it's so good. So, yeah, I'm going to go 9
0: out of 10. I loved it. All right. Um, one thing I didn't even say at the beginning was this was our 40th episode of the We've Seen That podcast. So, as Anthony says, every episode is a milestone. This one a little bit more special. Yeah, 40. Um, that's cool. Yeah, f- we're 40. I mean, we're 10 away from 50, and that means we're 12 away from a year. How about yeah, that? That's crazy. That's, that is. That is. Um, next week, we are watching a Disney original that just came out on disney plus uh luca yeah it comes out tomorrow comes out tomorrow okay i know nothing about this movie um i think with disney you never really need to it's gonna be good it, more than it's likely. pixar so oh enough said right there yeah. they always hit they always hit so that's what we'll be watching next week the schedule for the remaining of the The start of July still kind of up in the air, but we'll have something for you next week. Um, I I do want to at least say this first uh, for for social media purposes. You can find us on Twitter at the Weave underscore Scene underscore That um, and that is S C E N E. God, Jim just makes it so easy when he does it. He's a great host. He
1: knows what he's yeah.
0: doing. Yeah. Um, also, him. you can like us. Like us on Facebook at the We've seen that podcast. Podcast, and then again, just want to end this episode with um, Jim. We're thinking of you. Um, Definitely, you know. I know you're. I know you'll be back soon. You'll 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 push your way back at some point here. But um, you know, we. Uh, it it is it is incredibly different to hear him not being here. You know, like I clearly have missed a lot. Um, that was something that was stated. Was you know he could. He could take eight weeks off and he'd still miss less than me. Um, but you know, it's you—you uh, you are the heart and soul, buddy. So, um, with that, we'll—we'll uh, we'll end this episode, Adam. If you want, I don't know if you got anything else. But yeah, um, no,
1: just thinking of you, Jim. Uh, love you. I hope you get better soon. I uh, can't wait to hear your voice on the pod again.
0: Yeah, it—it it will get immensely better as soon as he's back on. Just oh, of because, uh, you—I you, mean. You, it's it's hard to put into words how much more he does than I do. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, Jim makes an outline every night, and you know he's got five things on the high porn. Um, we just muddle this together. Uh, so you know he he really he really is the one who puts the big effort behind it. But uh, we'll carry it for you while while you're gone. And Adam, you always have an invite to every episode. So yeah, come uh, on whenever if, you want.
1: Uh, I don't know if I'll be free next week but if you need someone text me i'll find out if i can come on because I, I don't I don't know if jim will be back and i don't know if anthony will be busy i don't want to make bet. you do it and alone scott
0: i think this is a good time to bring some guests on again yeah, um, yeah sure you know, if you want to so, get some different so, guests that's fine too right well and and honestly we could have you and and a couple others um i know john's probably chomping at the bit to get back on aj might be wanting to get back on at some point I, you know ben and amber might be too so We'll we'll find some and and if uh, if you're one of the fifty thousand out there listening, shoot us an email and you know maybe you'll just get on the most famous movie podcast that exists. Yeah, so we, I mean, yeah.
1: If, if any guests want to come on with me, I can pick another weird anime movie or a weird movie from New Zealand that no one's seen.
0: Your your movies have hit though, you know, like you haven't picked a bad one yet. That's good. I, I, I had I had fun with this one last night a lot. I'm glad. And I'm glad. I actually I actually started it at like 9:45. So that's how you know I was dedicated because <laughs> I do not stay up till midnight anymore and and this time I kind of had to. But another plus to that, it was a crisp um, you know, just what, an hour and 41 minutes, it's, something uh, like that.
1: 141, I think that includes credits, so it's probably like an hour 30.
0: Yeah, perfect. That's the kind of pace you want in a movie right there. It's yeah. beautiful. So, all right. Well, that'll be it for the 40th episode of the We've Seen That podcast. With with that, thanks for listening. I'm Scott. And I'm Adam. And roll credits. Man, I'm just not ready for this. <laughs> and roll credits. Jim, you say it so much better. Love you, buddy.